Hi everyone, I'm Giselle Urbina. And I'm Michael Urbina. And this is Running, Running It, it Together. Together. All right, so today we want to talk about business strategy, specifically how to how we learned to be purposeful about what we do in our business and also how it's sort of become, you know, a topic that doesn't necessarily have to involve conflict, <laughs> um, but it's something that w uh, basically we find interesting, entertaining and fun. At least I do. I don't want to speak for you, but. Yeah, of course, I do too. Uh, I think that in the past, we kind of run with our gut in decisions. And while that's good in some instances, because you have to follow your own um, feelings on how you know things are going and make decisions quickly sometimes, it is very important to step back and strategize to find those things that will actually make your business move forward. Um, actually think about the problems you have and truly understand the root cause of the problem in order to find the best solution possible in order for you to move forward. It's funny that we're talking about this today because actually this morning I read this article about a company that's only the only purpose of this company is basically to help others formulate the problem because many times companies instead of understanding what the true problem is and defining it very well what they do is they assume that this is the problem and they quickly jump into trying to find a solution and many times actually more than half of the time the solutions they actually get to do not solve the actual problem because they never defined the problem properly. And that's why I feel like strategizing and developing these um, good problems at the beginning, understanding them is so crucial for business these days. I couldn't agree more. I think that in general, there's this perception that lawyers are technically, quote unquote, you know, understanding of all things law and all these things and one that's not true <laughs> that's the reason why most lawyers are like focus on one area of the law okay um another one is that we really are not good at math and that one at least for me is very true <laughs> which is why i never really worried about or focused on you know data like to me data was completely unnecessary i i didn't understand why we needed to keep track of things and i heard constantly about other people that would keep track of data and i'm like why, why is that important i think that's a bit extra and honestly it wasn't until you know we kind of you know last year especially during the pandemic that we really sat down and like all right we need to really understand everything you know within the business it's not that we didn't understand it before yeah we had a pretty good idea but not down to the level of detail than we than what we've done to this point you know like from the decimal to the decimal point to you know everything and i think that's really been eye-opening to me and being like man i've made so many mistakes <laughs> uh in running the business uh over the years we've been in business now what nine eight years and yeah there's been a lot of mistakes that i didn't understand until i started getting very purposeful 
and you know needy about the data i don't know if needy is the right word but gritty you know like combing through everything like very carefully the good thing about mistakes though is that they're also points of data right because you were you tested <laughs> this ex solution to a problem and it failed and now you know you don't you shouldn't do that so also another thing that we you have to think about is an overload of data is not good either right there's endless <laughs> points of data in the world and you need to understand which data is the one that you actually need to keep track of and make it manageable because you can get lost in the data and actually not move forward in finding a solution to your issue or problem so it's a balance it's a balance between having the right keeping track of the right amount of data and also understanding your business enough that at some point you might have to make a decision without data because of how fast you need to make this decision so it's i think overall it's a balance of those two things right and i think i think if we go back a little bit uh, as to what really triggered this journey of you know collecting data being purposeful being strategic which we'll talk about in a second i think the first time that i ever really really truly thought about you know how to be a better business owner and again it's not that i didn't care before it's just that i knew that there were things that i didn't know because if i haven't mentioned this before i you know running my own business you know being my own boss that was my biggest fear i was like no nah, I'm, I'm always going to be an employee I'm never going to run my own show. I'm just, no, that, that's not what I'm about. Look at you now. And, yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> and the world kind of <laughs> flipped that upside down. It was like, no, nah, this is exactly what you're going to do. And through circumstances of life, you know, I ended up having to do this, um, you know, for my family. And, you know, it's probably the best decision I ever made. But obviously, even now, eight years later, I'm still like, oh, my God, am I really doing this? <laughs> so... In a way, I think that the first time it wasn't really years ago. It was like, well, I guess two years ago when we first went to that Maximum Lawyer Conference in St. Louis. You and I both went and listening to other people, how meticulous and particular they were about how they run their businesses and their firms. My mind was just blown. I was like, I don't know how to do anything compared to these people and what they're presenting at that point it sort of started churning in my head i'm like right i have to do this i have to be purposeful i have to be strategic i have to know numbers better than anyone inside and outside backwards forwards you know track things that in a million years i wouldn't even imagine that you should track and it's only just continued to grow in terms of like okay now we understand this now we want to know this now we want to know this and this is what we want to go for and really even through that journey i think you learn more about yourself your business your partners the people you work with than in any other way when you start really digging down and understanding where you're at and where you want to go because sometimes you think and this, again this goes back to my fear i always thought i wanted to be a very specific thing an in-house corporate lawyer that's all I wanted to do, basically all my internships in law school minus two really were all about going into in-house uh, counsel, corporate counsel. And obviously, and the one thing I always said I didn't want to do was what we're doing right now, immigration. 
So again, the world flipped this upside down and then, and it made me really know that regardless of what your plan is, your plan will change. And you have to understand that that has to be, your plans have to be flexible in order to develop a solid foundation and a solid strategy for you to succeed. And I think that's where a lot of times people don't, you know, can't get to where they want or won't get to what they want because now you're going to hear me say this a lot, adapt or die. If you don't adapt to the circumstances and not necessarily trying to make the circumstances work for your favor, you, there's things you can't change. No matter what you do, you won't be able to change them. So you need to adapt your understanding and your strategy and the way you look at things to be able to succeed in whatever kind of business. This doesn't go just for a law firm, any business, a hot dog cart, will, you know, will go through problems like that. So I think that's the one giant takeaway that I've learned over the years about being purposeful, why it matters to, you know, dig down into the numbers and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be money. If you're thinking we're talking numbers, money is not, it's, you know, number of cases, workflow, like, you know, how long does it take to turn something around? Like you need to understand every single one of those numbers to be able to really be like, okay, I have a very f clear grasp of the business and where we, and how we should manage it. And you know, the only constant thing that business goes through is change, right? They change every day. Um, literally every minute something new comes up, something changes. Um, and you have to be able, like you say, to adapt to that situation. And in order to formulate good strategies, um, the right questions need to be asked. The right people needs to be brought to the table. To contribute it's not something that you should do alone it's something that a group of people knowledgeable and creative minds should actually get together and get done because i feel like sometimes people feel like they know everything about something and then they get focused in this one particular issue for example a strategy they're developing and they don't see the big picture they focus on the wrong questions or on the wrong thing they don't get others opinions and again they're not gonna solve the problem um, or the solution they're gonna find is not gonna be as effective as if they actually dedicate time and effort to finding truly what it is that is causing this issue and how are we going to contribute be creative be adaptable to find a solution um, out there. There's so many articles, so many books, so much experience. You've talked about Maximum Lawyer going to the conference, how how great that was. I remember thinking, wow, like my mind just, like you said, exploded. It, like I could do We don't know this. anything. <laughs> That's yeah. basically the feeling. I felt so little. Like I felt like I was inadequate. <laughs> And you shouldn't feel that way. It's okay. It's okay not to know everything. It's okay that you're learning something new. Um, and that's why we went there because we wanted to learn. Like if we knew everything, why we would have gone. Um, so I remember during that conference, we learned that you can hire virtuals. Until that point, all of our employees were basically in-house. And after we learned how to hire virtuals, our business changed. Um, again, not only, like you said, not only about them, it's not only about the money, but about how you do things, how you get data, how you prepare 
different packets, it changed for the best. It made us more efficient. Um, anyway, it's just a bunch of things that, good things that it brought to the table that we didn't consider before. So definitely bringing others to the table, learning about them, listening to them, um, and truly dig down and ask the right questions to find the actual problem in the simplest terms you can possibly put it. So that way you can develop the right solution and develop the right strategy to move your business forward. Yeah. And I think one thing we can, I would like to point out is the fact that we still don't know everything (laughs) and and you never will. That's the one thing that, you know, you always think about what's your end goal. The problem is that your end goal doesn't mean that that's the end of adapting or strategizing or changing because you know, think about some of the biggest companies in the world, Amazon, Coca-Cola, like, yeah, they're well known. They've been around for a while, especially Coca-Cola, but it doesn't mean they don't face challenges and that things change and that sometimes things get tough. Like I, I always thought once you establish a business, it's just like, again, and this is why I didn't want to be my boss, like that things would just get constant. And that's just not true. You know, I, and I learned that over the years that things change, like my mentality or what I thought I wanted for the firm is completely different from eight months ago. <laughs> like th- that to that point, it can be something so short. It doesn't mean, and not, not even to go, not even going five years ago, that was beyond different. So you have to get comfortable in the uncomfortable. You know, and I think that's something that um, our friends from Velocity Work, <laughs> Melissa Shannon, talks about. Like, you have to understand that, hey, for us to get better, for us to keep thinking about how to be better in every aspect, you have to understand that you can't just keep doing the same thing. You have to get uncomfortable. And I think that's a very important key component of, you know, what it goes to into being able to develop a strategy think about things in a large picture um and i don't know why i'm using weird words instead of saying big picture i said large picture it's it's early in the morning You're so i apologize i use weird words too so, <laughs> so i apologize it's all good. but in any ways um yeah i think it's just you have to be able to understand that this is not going to be like a steady you know uh small world or monster plantation boat ride it's more like a roller coaster in terms of, you know, sometimes things are working perfect. Sometimes it gets a little hairy. Sometimes you got to, you know, you're super high. Like you, you have to understand that nothing's ever going to be constant. and Nothing's ever going to be perfect. Once you know that, then the rest is just really going to fall into place, in my opinion. Yeah. And one thing that people often forget, they develop strategies to solve problems that already happen. You can also develop strategies to prevent problems. And I feel like that's something that often we, we don't spend enough time thinking about. And that's something that will help you prevent a lot of issues in the future. If you actually spend some time today thinking about what could possibly go wrong and sit down and get to the root of it and, you know, be able to formulate a plan to prevent that from happening. Right. And I think that, so once you really understand that you need to be purposeful and strategize, then it only becomes logical. Then then you need to be like, all right, so what are our goals? Where do we want to get to? And 
again, not to harp on this, but once you get those goals, understand that those goals might also change. So you got to have specific projects that will lead you there. Um, I guess the U.S. system calls them rocks. Things that you're going to do to make sure that you keep moving forward towards your goals. But your goals can change. You know, your goals have to be fluid and, and flexible to a certain degree because if you don't, if you're not, if you're very sturdy about this is what I want and this is the only thing I want, okay, well, that's what you want. Is that the best thing for your business? Is that the best thing for your family? And, you know, that that part is where we really we spend a lot of time talking about how to better improve things, whether it be the quality of life that we live, the quality of life of, you know, our coworkers, quality of life for our children, you know, uh, the service that we provide, like all those things. It's just interesting. And I think it's, it's gotten us to good conversations as to, all right, so let's talk about this. And then it just leads us to what our mindset is changing to when we're headed and I think that's the most important thing, like not only being purposeful about understanding everything, but also being purposeful about your goals, like spending some time to really break down where you want to be. And not just once a year, you know, when new, the the ball drops in New Year's Eve and it's New Year's Day and you're like, All right, so what do I want to do in 2021? Well, the next thing you know, is like June and you haven't done it. I'm talking constantly reviewing those. If you want to call them resolutions, sure. But I prefer you call them goals. And am I achieving that? Am I on track to get those things? If not, why not? What's impeding me? Like constantly analyzing that part. That's where I think you improve and not necessarily just in business, but as a person as well. And let's get a, let's give an example of that. Um, 2020, March 2020 comes. And from one day to the next, we have to go virtual. We've never been virtual in our lives. Um Many, many of you might agree if you're lawyers that before the pandemic, maybe you were very heavily paper-based. And after the pandemic, you probably found ways, creative ways, to be more paperless. Um, at least some of you maybe ran into that problem. So we didn't have that goal in 2020 when we started the year. And we had to change our goals. We had to change the strategy and that's completely okay because something changed the goals had to change in order for us to keep moving forward and being able to survive with a new system that we had no idea so we sat down we thought about possible problems possible solutions and honestly that's probably one of the best executed strategies that we've ever had at the firm right believe it or not and we developed strategies at that point that we still use today that we kept um, so it wasn't only for that reason. It actually worked for other reasons because I feel that we took the time to think about everything, to bring the right people to the table, to listen to their opinions, and to formulate a plan that thought about what could possibly go wrong. Right. And I think that that's a perfect example of, you know, adapting or dying. I think that you will see that a lot of people either adapted to the circumstances or a lot of business unfortunately you know died and that's not to say that the business that died didn't do things to you know that they didn't do anything to stay alive it's just that you you have to be flexible and you have to be purposeful and granted there are some people that there was just no way you know that you could have adapted and that's just part of life but for the most part 
you had two choices. You could either pout and be like, okay, well, 2020, whatever. The years o- you know, my year's over. I have nothing. I have no goals, no nothing. Or you could be like, all right, so we're going to take this time to really take a step back, really thoroughly think about what it is that I'm doing and that I need to do or that where I need to be at, you know, and then where I want to be at. And really then use that time, you know, that you were, you know, in your house closed up thinking about your goals and where you want to be and how you can be better. And like you said, we, we did some things last year to make sure that we could stay alive. And not only did we stay alive, we actually grew (laughs) last year Mm -hmm. um, because we were able to adapt to the circumstances to the best, you know, that we could. And granted at that point, we still, you're always going to make mistakes you just have to learn from them and move on. But I think that that part, particularly last year, forced us to be like, all right, so how can we improve? How can we really become better at what we're doing? How can we be more efficient? How can we uh, provide a better service for our clients? And in doing that, I think we set ourselves up to be you know, in a better position moving forward. And that's why it's so important to really just constantly reevaluate where you're at, understand down to the nitty gritty and not just in business, but in your home life, you got to understand that thing is exactly the same thing. Running a house is very much like running a business. You have bills, you have assets, you have, you know, you don't want to say employees, expenses, expenses, <laughs> coworkers. Cause at the end of the day, you have to cohabitate with a spouse and your kids and you have to understand how that you know that dynamic's going to work like it is very much like that so i understand that a lot of times people say oh business and home are separate things yes but in many 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 ways a home is also like running a home is also like running a business in the sense that you have to foresee you know have some kind of forecast of you know upcoming expenses understand your financial situation understand the dynamic between you know your colleagues um, maybe some colleagues don't get along like, you know, Natalia and Daniela fight a lot. <laughs> so how do you manage that part? How do you constant? you know, you have to constantly revisit your goals, you know, strategy as to how you're going to parent when things come up and we can have a whole another episode discussing that. So strategizing, you know, in life, sitting down, looking at where you're at, you know, looking at your goals, reevaluating your goals is crucial to your home life and obviously you know your business life you remember that truly the only constant thing in life and in business it's change so i feel like that's the most important message because once we understand that sometimes we set things a certain way if we stay thinking that that's the only way it can be done or the only thing we can achieve without being creative, without being open to change, that's when things start falling down. So I feel like that's the main message. Strategize, be flexible, be creative, finding solutions. And I feel like everything will be, you know, will happen according to plan. Um, but obviously be be mindful of, you know, changing when you need to. Right. And I guess the last thought that I wanted to share about this particular topic is that a lot of times, and you know, we, we've done it and we still do it. Um, we have, um, a strategy coach for our business. And one of the things that I really like about working with, you know, the 
coaches that we have is that more often than not, it's not necessarily what they tell you you need to do, but the questions that they ask. And I remember um, this lawyer that I know, his name is Joey Vitale, he, he said that one time about you want a coach that asks the right questions. And I think that a lot of times you want to get a coach in business, life coach, whatever, that just tells you what to do. And while that's part of it, they tell you or give you good ideas of how you can be better. I think it's more of they force you to look at things that you're like, huh, I didn't think about that, you know. And I think that's been one of the biggest keys that more than finding, because again, you're probably going to listen to this and think, okay, so I need to find someone that will help me do these strategies and things. And that's fine. We're not saying that that's not a good idea because we, we clearly do it. But be careful with people that sell you sort of a, you know, a rainbow road of perfect little unicorns and things that, oh, well, I want to tell you this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, you want someone that wants to understand you and your business first. And the only way to do that is to ask a lot of questions, but more importantly, the right questions. And that's vital. That's super vital because I think a lot of times you people think that you need to work with particular companies or particular coaches or this and that. And that's not necessarily the case. It, it may not always be the same correct person that works for you. You need to evaluate like where you're at. But more importantly, is this person a good fit to take me where I want to go? And I think the biggest advice we can give you, or at least I can give you in that sense, is that if you we obviously recommend that you get purposeful about your strategy constantly think about it and rethink it and if you're going to get someone to help you is that person asking you questions wants to get to know you and your business better and are those questions making you think like huh i never even thought about that you know beyond that i think anybody else that just tells you or promises you or shows you different things is just someone that is not particularly what you're looking for, in my humble opinion. I agree with you 100%. I back you up. I think you summarized it very well. And I feel like if we do that, we will find a way to actually solve problems and actually get to the root cause of them. So I'm writing down the date that um, I'm right. That's that's what I heard you say, right? That yeah, I'm right? Yeah. Okay. That's so. perfectly fine. I can Sem- admit September when- 2nd. Got it. I can admit when you're right. 2021. <laughs> this this never happens, folks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. But yeah, so I mean, is there any other um, thoughts that you wanted to share? And I'm sorry if I caught you off. I didn't. No, no, no. I think we we said it all. And I, it was really nice talking to you today. <laughs> oh, ooh, nice talking to you too. So again, um, we invite you guys, if you like um, what you heard, to, you know, give us a Good review on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, also, uh, follow us on social media. We're, we're going to try to be more purposeful. Huh? See what I did there? Uh, to post most more things there, to interact more um, with you guys. Um, and yeah, so we really thank you for listening today and hope this was um, of value, even if it's just a little bit. So, Thank you very much for listening. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>